You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Hi and welcome to uh, part two of New Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brand Hoff. Again, with me is the one, the only, Dylan Flynn. Dylan, welcome back. Uh, Dylan, before we kind of get into the direct, what we saw, as well as whether or not we got a bingo, um, I just want to get a pulse check. Uh on a scale of uh, just the worst direct to this was the best thing I saw, what, uh, where, where you at? How you feeling? Let me just hold one of my arteries up to my mic and we'll check my pulse. Hang on. Here we go. Bingo. 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 <laughs> my pulse is that I'm a bingo boy. Is what my <laughs> pulse is. Hell yeah. No, I think this was a I think this was a solidly good direct. Yeah. I have not found myself like shaking my head in disbelief or like even really dwelling on it. It was entertaining while it lasted. There were some big surprises, some crazy things happened to be certain. But I don't think I'll like look back to this one when I think of the all time crazy directs, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely I came away from this one like feeling like hey you know pretty pretty solid not too bad there's some i also will not look to this when i'm thinking about like flop directs this was not a flop direct oh it was, no. it was very satisfying i had a great time oh yeah definitely overall solid there's a lot of stuff uh some some surprises some stuff that i wasn't expecting some crazy shit that i yeah. never would have bet on being there was there i mean you, you you love to see it of course absolutely absolutely uh so before we go into the uh, what was shown, we're going to go over our bingo card. and That's right, Brandon. And typically we like to use this as more of a platform to talk about what wasn't there, since we'll be talking about everything that was there, uh, at least everything that we want to talk about when we get to a later part of the show. But we're going to kind of go over, look at our performance, comment on the things we didn't get and the things and what that might mean. And uh, let's get started right now. Let's do it. We started the direct with, a, or we at least we start our bingo card with a big bingo hit for Mario plus Rabbids. It was there. I was a little. It was weird that they didn't show the uh, the um, the DLC, the Rayman DLC. But I guess we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then here you go putting a, a space on a on a wild card, getting the getting the dot on a wild card for Breath of the Wild name uh, and early twenty twenty three. I, I definitely gave us this one because, in my opinion, May is the <laughs> it's it's before the halfway point of 2023. So that's early 2023, if you ask me. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we can get more into it when we talk about it. But I just i I thought this was a long shot here, and just the fact that we got it that pretty much just about to a T. I'm like, yeah, that one definitely counts. So. Yeah, big time uh, counts. What we didn't get was one that I felt very confident about was the Wind Waker plus Twilight Princess HD uh, double pack. That No sign of that. Mm-mm. In fact, 
I believe, unless they got some kind of a weird game plan to reveal things like last minute, this is going to be the first time in recent memory where we will go a fiscal year without a Zelda game at all. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a hot minute. Um and so I think July, last year July was when they put out uh um Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword HD. Yep. Uh and then It's a long time to go between Zelda releases, July to 2 Mays later. Mhm. Which we'll we'll talk about it later, but uh about what that date means and why they're releasing it then but uh i just i don't know i have some thoughts i'm certain that this thing exists like they're ready to put these things on switch at some point Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason that they just decided it wasn't the time maybe they just want to keep the zelda conversation 100 focused on this next main series one that was Um, that was my thought process i also think that maybe to get the hype going maybe like right before it comes out they might do like a zelda direct or something uh and just like be like here's some zelda stuff coming like yeah i guess it makes sense to do these like later in the year 2023 it just seems like it would have made more we got a long time until may there was definitely time to put these out uh and not have them get in the way of your your sales but whatever nintendo gonna do what nintendo gonna do absolutely we did not get we didn't get dsi wear and we wear gems which is a shame sorry um Pokemon was not mentioned. I guess we should just never put this on our card. Yeah, apparently I, there's just every it, they're just banned. They're banned. Pikachu is banned from General Direct. Yeah, every it's like every time I think that Pokemon is going to get mentioned, uh, it never does. And so I think this is the last time that I I personally am going to say that Pokemon gets mentioned in these things. Keep moving, Pikachu. You're not allowed behind this velvet rope. No. Uh, Another wild card spot, no Switch Pro confirmed. I do think that in the direct, in the, every direct from now on, there's going to be big call for when do they announce Switch 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, Metroid Prime 1 Remastered, I put it as my number one safest prediction. No sign. Does not exist as far as we know. The, um, the leakers really let it, they really let us down. Took some huge... I think that this exists. I really think that this exists. Mm-hmm. I think... I have a conspiracy theory, and it's a little bit bleak. Okay. Um, I think a month or two ago, this was positioned to be a holiday release for Nintendo. I think there's trouble in Metroid Prime 4 Town, and they were less ready to show us anything about Metroid Prime 4 than they were hoping to. Maybe they're gonna mi- they were hoping to have it out for 2023, and they're going to miss 2023. Maybe there's been more internal rebooting and they're just going to sit on this remaster until they're ready to start the Metroid machine moving again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I think that this is one of those finished products sitting in the Nintendo vault until they decide the time is right. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, this is the thing too, is like this thing at this point, like whether it was a collection or just a remaster, this thing has been rumored for years. So I do believe that like, I, I agree that there is probably a finished product that they're just sitting on at this point. And mm-hmm. I think they're only, if they do ever decide to release it, it's only going to be to get people hyped for Metroid Prime 4, uh, which God has been in. Div- I think it's having a, I, yeah. I think it's, I think the trouble has continued behind the scenes with Prime 4. I think that, that might miss this console hardware. Yeah. This, that might be, Prime 4 might be next time yep. material yes. um 
We did nail the next two, however. We nailed both It Takes Two uh, coming to Switch. The leakers were right about that. And also your prediction, Mario Kart DLC. We thought maybe it was a little early to announce, but they went ahead and did it. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's cool. No sign of Odyssey 2. You have to imagine next year people are going to be like, what's the next Mario game? Show us the next Mario game. 3D Mario, 2D Mario. We're ready to see Mario again. That's going to be starting, you have to imagine, next year. Yeah, yeah. I think once the Zelda comes out and they're sort of able to, you know, kind of, kind of get shift the focus from that. Uh, I think is when they'll be able to really start talking about more Mario stuff. But I think until then it's going to be Zelda focused, but for, for this next row, I want to just say the name of the space and then you say hit or no hit after I say each one. Okay. Okay. You got it. Nintendo Switch Sports content update. That was a hit, baby. Uh, they said... Bay Bayonetta 3. That was also a hit. Free space. Well, that's obviously a given. Upcoming game sizzle reel. It was there, so that was a hit. Splatoon 3 is out. Uh, we're gonna... That was a hit on a technicality. Uh, so... Bingo! It's a goddamn bingo. Bingo! How about that? You love you love to see, you love to see it, and you love to hear a fellow bingo boy. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we'll talk about more of this stuff when we get to it. But I want to just really quickly mention: it sure did look like we were not going to get an upcoming game sizzle reel. We got to the point in the direct where all we needed for a bingo was the upcoming game sizzle reel, and we'd gotten to this point where they were kind of quickly talking about a bunch of games yeah. and we were like, shit, we're not getting the sizzle reel. No. And then sure enough. Yeah. But then uh, right at the end. <laughs> yeah. Which they, is <laughs> they dropped the base. <laughs> so good. We're the only people in the world watching the Nintendo direct who get hyped when the, <laughs> when the sizzle reel starts. Everyone else is like, oh, God. Where's the fast forward button? Okay. We'll talk about everything else in that row when we get to it in the oh, yeah. in the proper oh, yeah. portion of the episode. Uh, no Waller Reach aside, I wonder if this is delayed out of respect to the queen, do you think? Uh, you know, well, I I got to think that, you know, a lot of there's a lot of different moving parts. And, like, I, f mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, Japan is an ally to the Brits. And so they'll probably they'll probably wait like the the requisite Pikmin for seven years yeah. and then put it out. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I got I I have thoughts. I'll I'll talk about it later. But goddamn it, <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, crazy hit, new Fire Emblem. First thing we saw in the direct. Very, boom, got it. Very first thing. Uh, and then Harvestella, you called it. There's another hit. Yep. No more hits for the rest of this card, but let's just go through it real quick. Uh, GameCube NSO, let's go ahead and say, let's just loop, loop, link these two together. GameCube NSO, Game Boy on Big, NSO. Probably the biggest they, L they, from the leakers. Yeah, I mean, if they were going to give us nothing substantial new platform-wise, I guess they checked the best box that they could have, but this is some fucking bullshit at this point, you know? Yeah. Uh, they got to add more platforms to this thing. <laughs> we're paying too much money for what we have. We're just paying too much money. Yeah, the only thing I could think that they're going to do at this point with NSO besides add more uh current like game like 64 Super NES 
NES stuff is if they're going to continue to drop DLCs through the NSO and give it to it. Which to me, to me is not the ideal way to add value to that package. I don't think, I think if I'm interested in buying add on content for a game that I own, I'm going to buy it, but I much, I'm much more interested in getting like additional legacy content that I can't get anywhere else. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, no world 99, no, uh, no elder Scrolls Skyrim anniversary edition, which I looked that up to see, to see what it was to tell you once we got there. But, uh, I still don't really understand. It was just (laughs) another version of Skyrim. It's probably come to switch, but they didn't put it in this thing. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if, if old Todd said we're still bringing it. Obviously no Metro prime four, uh, no super punch down. Let's real quick though. Let's just have a little quick chat about advanced wars one and two. Uh, did you see that that somebody reached out to a Nintendo rep? I, I did. A journalist did. I did, and they said that they do not have a date at this time, and that when in, they do have a date, they will update uh, as necessary. Uh, so <laughs> I don't. This I don't know about this one at this point. I don't know if they're gonna. <laughs> Are they gonna shit it out on Twitter? Is that the idea? I, I they just want to shit it out on Twitter. I think so. I think if they're they're just gonna like. Go, I, I really do think at this point they're just gonna shadow drop it and then like move quick, yeah, probably. quickly move on from it because like i feel like they made it like they didn't even have to make a thing about it like they could have just re- no. they could have just released it no. and despite the fact that the war in ukraine versus russia was going on like like wars happen like you you could have just released it and not the people who were going to buy this are still going to buy this eventually i mean you know they no really amount of advertising is going to reach more people they're going to sell probably under a million copies it's going to be a very niche thing and uh you know just drop it at this point i don't think anybody's going to be like i can't believe nintendo is at, at a time like this when the geopolitical climate is as such, how dare they? Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. But um, that was our Nintendo Direct bingo card, and we done got a, ourselves a bingo. Uh, That's like our third one, I think, man. Yeah. We're like bingo masters at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're. I think the last Direct, we didn't get a bingo. I think that was the first time that we didn't get one. Uh, but mm-hmm. every other time we've gotten one and, you know, feels feels good to be back on top. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think that basically what we're trying to say is that you and I are like beasts. And if people think that they can, like, butt in on our territory, like, why don't you fuck around and find out? I think that's what Brandon <laughs> was trying to say. Uh, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about the things that they did show in the direct uh, and how we right. usually do this is I'm going to read off the thing that was announced. And then either one of us uh, at any given point, we'll give it ourselves like a three second pause. We'll say stop. And that'll open up. The oh yeah. Conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll open up the conversation. That basically that also like gives us an opportunity to not talk about, whatever disney speedstorm or whatever yeah, it, you know like we don't have to talk about everything we only have to talk about the things that we have something to say about and it can be something as small as like this looks interesting i might get it or it could be a big discussion but in order for that discussion to take place at least one of us has to say stop and with that we're gonna go ahead and get started 
first thing, Woo! first thing they showed, Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> Stop. That. Not my favorite Fire Emblem title. <laughs> it, <laughs> not okay. my favorite. Not my favorite. It is not. It is not. To me, it's not good or bad. It is definitely. I don't know if what name a Fire Emblem game that has a worse name. Ooh. Okay. Well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this name might be the worst one, but game looks fucking great. Looks incredible. Oh, it looks sick. Um. I mean, the rumors about it pro- of them probably sitting on it for a year or like just having it done for a while definitely see more sound now for the fact that it's like, and it's coming January twentieth. Um, yep. Yep. What a what a really great way to open up uh, early year. Um, it'll probably help them cap off their their quarter four because Nintendo's fiscal year ends in March, typically. It also looks like it's a really good way to like incorporate some of the better known characters from the series without it getting mired in a bunch of old continuity. So like new players can engage with the completely new story and it not being like technically connected to the past games, but then like, you know, you still get to have your Marths and all of your, your mainstay characters in there. Mm -hmm. I will say that I, this, this setting and story from this trailer, I will say didn't necessarily immediately grab me the way the setting of three houses did from its first trailer. Um, just because, like, you know, War School, hogwarts three classes, that was, like, a really easy-to-grasp concept, I felt like. Yeah. Uh, but, no, day one, I'm definitely getting this. It looks good, and it's crazy that it's it's so shortly down this pipeline. January yeah, is crazy. Yeah, com- that's coming really soon. And uh, the main character, and this is legit, the main character was designed by a VTuber. <laughs> So <laughs> if, if you oh, yeah. if you aren't sure what kind of game you're getting into, just think about that. Um it's gonna be a real waifu fest, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, listen, it it has been since <laughs> you can't you can't if you talk about Fire Emblem like Anyways, that well, that's a whole t- different discussion. Two astronauts um, standing on the moon looking at a copy of Fire Emblems. It's all waifus. Always has been. Exactly. Um, it Takes Two coming November 4th. Stop. Uh, this is a sick game. Again, we talked about how that maybe the writing's a little cringe and the story's a little bit silly, but uh, I would I would strongly recommend anybody who has another person that they like playing a video game with uh, to grab this one. It's just really, really yeah. quality platform puzzler. Oh, yeah. Definitely one of... I played it on uh, PS4 with my wife, and, like, we had a great time, like, with it. And, uh, yeah, I agree. It's an... It, like, the, the, the attention to detail and the design is, like, Nintendo caliber. It's, it's mm-hmm. one of the more quality gameplay experiences uh, I've seen in a long time. Honestly surprised that it hasn't already been on the Switch. Um, yeah, I do. I have questions about how it's going to run i mean you never know from these directs because the encoding and the streaming it did look a little choppy i know that this is kind of a resource intensive game in it's like standard non-downscaled state i'm just curious uh how performance would be but that's my only question mark i think it's a no-brainer to grab on the system if you haven't played it before yeah yeah um fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse stop yeah I mean, this looks, uh, it's so cool that this, that this IP is not dead, that it's like back for realsies. 
Uh, this is the fourth, the technical like fourth main series one. I almost thought it might be a cloud version at the first few clips of it because it really looked like the lighting stuff was looked beyond the switch's grasp mm -hmm. to me. Um, yeah, but it didn't say it was. I don't think that it is. Uh, I think obviously survival horror in general is like a really underserved genre on the platform and so this is great i'm glad it's here i love those original ps2 ones and i'm stoked yeah it looks good i haven't really dipped into the fatal frame series so i don't really have a frame of reference but um suda 51 who i'm a huge fan of apparently helped co-write it so like that has my attention uh already <laughs> which is like a very weird tone match but hey yeah i'm excited yeah um after that we got after that oh wait no 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 uh after that we got xenoblade chronicles 3 uh expansion wave 2 coming october 13th stop i like that game i need to finish it the characters are all really cool that one looks really wacky uh i own the expansion pass so i'll get this content when it drops yeah yep cool good to see it here uh one day i will sit down and play a xenoblade great game i just haven't yet uh, but looked looked three. Good. I think would be a really good one to do. I would say three is probably the officially the one you want to. That do. that seems to be the the opinion of most people that I've talked to about Xenoblade. They say just just play three. You don't really need to play the as other as much of a Chronicles X fan as I am. That game takes a lot of hours to get awesome, and the writing can be really bad. So uh, yeah, I would say three definitely the best starting point in the series. Sure. Okay, so this is the one I was laughing about. Uh, <clears throat> fitness Boxing, Fist of the North Star, coming March 2023. Uh -huh. Stop. I just think this is extremely funny because I don't know if, if Fist of the North Star ever came over to America as an... Uh, like, I don't know if they ever, if it ever made it to the West. I think it did. Um Maybe I don't it's know. It's like a manga series from the eighties. Yeah, it's super like the <laughs> super duper old, and it's like super hyper violent, and like it, it's great. Like what is this? Is this? Are do these two series, these two IPs, Fitness Boxing and Fist of the North Star, are there target demos? How much overlap is there there? Because when I think Fitness Boxing, I think somebody who looks like the Wii Fit trainer in like a sports bra you know, dancing to EDM hits. And then now you've got like this hyper violent manga series. I just don't know if they're, if their core demos really cross over that much. It's a very weird mixture. In my opinion. I don't know, but I am curious to see how people react to it. And if nothing else, it's very funny to me. Um, after that, we had tunic coming September 27th. Um, mm -hmm. Stop. I've uh, I've been checking this game out on Game Pass. Uh, I've only played a little bit of it. It's it's really good. Um, I'm excited. It seems like a really good Switch game, so I'm excited for it to come to the platform. Um, yeah, no tunic. This was this was kind of one of those where I almost had to be like, is, wasn't this already? But I guess no. I already I thought it was already on Switch for some reason, but it it, it is not. Um, yeah, I want to play this too. I played a few minutes of it on Game Pass, but I uh, I've heard that the late game is like really insane. Like there's some puzzles that are super out there and some really hard uh, gameplay things. I mean, I'm interested to really tuck into this thing. Yeah. I mean, based on what I've played, it's very like it, it's not handholdy. Uh, although like over time you're like essentially finding like the game manual uh, around like the, the world itself. So you kind of have to 
figure things out for yourself mm-hmm. on your own at first and then like over time like it reveals itself and so i don't know it just it it's like an isometric platformer looks probably mm. will be great on switch um front mission one uh coming in november uh this is a remake slash remaster uh mm-hmm. same with front mission two coming in 2023 and then front mission three in the future so that would be all stop sorry that would be all three of the ps1 uh front mission games and generally three is considered to be like the high point of the whole series i think they're like some people who say five is the best one but um i never really messed with front missions very much my friend had the first one i've always been interested in this series i like you know grid based strategy rpg stuff uh yeah this is a cool thing that they're doing this it's fun that it's the three playstation one ones and like that they're bothering that's cool this must mean a lot to a small group of passionate people and that's awesome yeah i have literally no frame of reference to front mission i know nothing about it i mean it seemed cool like i'm happy for the people it's who like are ff tactics with mechs okay i can i can get down with that um yeah splatoon 3 first splat fest uh what would you bring to a deserted island that was uh ha- it's happening september 23rd through the fifth uh i mean it's a sp- it's stop just, yeah it's a it's a splat fest like it's a there's well let's just ask uh, between fun gear and and uh food what would you bring to a deserted island um probably gear so yeah, that so that i gear i could survive right gear is like a long-term strategy thing you know you bring a bunch of canned goods or whatever and yeah i mean like you're surviving but also the elements are a problem with the gear you know a few multi-tools you could probably set yourself up nice on a desert island also like fun like what is that how can music video games <laughs> and then you're dead in two days because you got attacked yeah. you got attacked by some fucking like crutcher on the island <laughs> <laughs> yeah, polar bear from the Lost <laughs> Island. <laughs> okay, this next one, which I was not expecting at all, but was this no is, this was the was this shocked. was the first thing I was pleasantly surprised by. Um mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler 2 coming wow. February 24th. Uh stop. stop. I I have the first one. I dipped in a little bit. It didn't quite stick with me however i did play uh live alive and i love that game and octopath traveler takes a lot of inspiration from that so i'm actually gonna go back and play octopath traveler now uh but uh it's in that hd 2d style game looks incredible i think that they probably learned from the lessons of the first right. game and that's the yeah and i think that they're like it's gonna be a better version of what they were trying to do in the first one exactly that's that's what's got me hyped for this because i've gotten a good chunk of the way into octopath traveler a uh, good number of hours into it and the thing is that there's some there's some balancing and pacing issues that i really think a sequel could iterate on nicely and i'm just excited to see them like take that great concept take that great framework and like really nail it so yeah was not expecting this at all we got a little a little stack of games for february starting to pile up here and uh 
sick that we're getting Octopath 2. That's a, that did not expect it. Really cool. Yeah, super duper excited for uh, that. Uh, then they did a hard pivot, kind of, almost a little bit. <laughs> um, with this game, Fay Farm, coming spring 2023. I'm going to say stop real quick. Not so much about the game, but I just want to make a mention of the fact that if you love farm simulators, then goddamn, was, oh this, my God. was this the direct for you? So, the best of all time. Like so many, so many farm sims, uh, either remakes or <laughs> remasters or new new ones coming. I mean, this one. It, it's like every every publisher was going. <clears throat> Have you seen the fucking Switch digital sales charts? Stardew Valley never leaves the top ten. How are we get, how are we gonna get some of that Stardew Valley money over here at uh, at Moggy Entertainment? How are we gonna get some of that farm money? Answer. A deluge of farm RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> They're all coming to your Switch. They are all coming, including this one. This one seems fine. Like I, I whatever. I, I'm not yeah, going to touch it. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's for me. Um, then we had Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm Final Bar Line coming February 16th. <laughs> Stop! I didn't know that they were still making these. Weird. The last one, my understanding was on 3ds maybe i I can't remember that seems right i can't remember to be honest but like i don't know like i'm not i do like some rhythm games like but i'm not like i wouldn't call myself like a crazy fan or anything but i know people like these and it you know seems fine and you know for the people who want it great I'm happy. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start banging. I'm gonna start banging the gong now. I think it's time to start talking rhythm heaven again. The guy who uh, is like the auteur of that series, he left the business for a long time for a really long battle with cancer, and he's gone into remission in in the last like year or so. I think it would be really sick to get another rhythm heaven game uh, on the Switch. Mm-hmm. That would be a real cool thing. Yeah, I think that would be that would be great. Or if they did like. Uh elite beat agents something like that too sure yeah sure. I'd, be da- I'd, be, cool. I'd be down for either of those um of course we got mario plus rabbit sparks of hope coming october 20th it's oh yeah i mean it's it's more of what you love i mean the system's different it's not grid based it's more like you have an area that you can move to game looks great um looks amazing looks like the all the all the great like mechanical stuff from the first game they've continued to expand on that and get really imaginative with it looks awesome can't wait rune factory 3 special uh coming in 2023 plus a new rune factory in development farm game 2 farm game 3 i mean it's 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 rune factory if you're a fan you're gonna like it i heard five wasn't that great but uh people talk well about three so cool mm-hmm. um we have a, a slew of n64 games coming to nso including pilot wing 64 mario parties uh one two and three pokemon stadium one and two 1080 snowboarding excite bike 64 and the biggest one that they dropped well let's hang on let's okay. let's give that its own moment. okay let's give that its well, own moment. okay all right so then I wanted to say real quick about these other ones. I think it's cool that they're prioritizing uh, good multiplayer experiences because the best thing about these systems is that you can play online multiplayer with up to four players. I think Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, that's a good value addition to this package. absolutely, Uh, which also solidifies uh, the fact that they will not release DLC for uh, 
Mario Party superstars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just have these. Just take them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to, to have these. I will say, like, <laughs> it's so funny. So in when they were showing Pokemon Stadiums 1 and 2, <laughs> there's a little thing at the bottom that said, you know, like, you, no way to transfer Pokemon to this. Um, because... <laughs> Because people were like, but what about yeah. what about Game Boy and what about like what about Game Boy and what if I want to transfer my Pokemon nope. to it? It's like no, that's... you will rent your Pokemon from the Pokemon Stadium rental store, and that's what you will do. Yep. So it's so I just thought I just thought that that was funny. Um, Two is a very rare game, so that's cool that it's here. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one is gonna get its own own moment. Goldeneye 007. Coming to Nintendo Switch Online, I stop. I, stop. <laughs> Might have been the biggest moment of the whole direct for me. Even though all we got was the logo and the music, like of everything I wanted to play that I saw today, there's nothing I would rather play than online 007 multiplayer. That is so sick. Now, jump on the Discord voice <laughs> chat with my buddies. You know, go to the facility. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on, that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it'll definitely be a fun time. And now here's where I'm like, I'm not confused per se, but like, so they're releasing this on NSO. They're also releasing a remaster, <laughs> yeah, a remastered true. edition on Xbox on Game Pass, but online is exclusive to the Nintendo Switch Online service. That's right, yeah. It's a real fuck you clause. It's a real Nintendo fuck you clause to, to Microsoft. You want to put it out with this, you know, high refresh rate, 1080 or 4K, 60 frame per second, uh, next-gen version, fine. But we're going to hold this one feature exclusivity on our platform, so... Ours remains the one people want to play. Absolutely insane to me. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to play in that super high-res version online. It would be the version I would play if I if it had online. Oh, but uh, yeah, I'll be absolutely. Um, I'll be over on my Switch playing the original 64 because I really want to play GoldenEye 007 multiplayer with my friends. That just is so great. Uh, after that, we have another. Uh, from the makers of uh, Triangle Strategy, Octopath Traveler. Um, yep, Bravely Default. Bravely Default comes uh, Various Day Life. <laughs> what? Whose job over there is it to come up with these titles? These are, they are consistently the weirdest, most like confusing titles in video games these titles yeah i don't know but it, it came out later today uh, came out today so i don't know maybe i'll like it, it seemed fine uh various day life yep <laughs> uh <laughs> factorio um comes out october 28th and then uh ib Coming spring 2023. I uh, just want to say real quick, looks like a, you know, in, in like a quirky indie game that maybe has been on like Steam or 
it's like one of those games that like yeah, has, it's like an RPG maker horror game. Yeah, it's like an RPG maker horror game from back in the day. I don't know why it's coming to Switch, but uh, hey, if that's for you, yeah, have fun. Um, Pauline and Diddy Kong coming to Mario Strikers Battle League this month. Stop! I'll just say Pauline's outfit was looking great. Uh, my gal looks terrific. Congratulations for making it to the game. Yep. Uh, and Diddy Kong, happy to have you. Uh, mm-hmm. Great, great job. Um, and then two new courses. They showed off two new courses uh, coming to Mario Kart 8 DLC Wave 3 this year. Uh, mm-hmm. They announced it for holiday 2022. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just it's more Mario Kart. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And then, <laughs> then my boy Shiggy came out. Um, he to did. Get Shiggy with he it. did. But before he did that, they wanted to announce that uh, golf, which was coming uh, to Nintendo Switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Switch Sports. It was originally slated to come in the fall. It's now coming the holiday. They listen. I, they need you to please understand. Uh, they need a little more time to get the golf physics right for this that's so weird to me how is that possible that it would take more time to finish golf how is that possible i i I have no idea um i mean you surely you have presets physics presets from other golf games you've made you can plug i don't know man that's weird mm -hmm. and then miyamoto then we got shiggy with it then we got shiggy with it miyamoto came out and uh he just wanted to remind people about the mario movie that was coming uh, next year, as well as the Super Nintendo World coming to uh, Hollywood Universal Studios. Um, he just wanted to be like, yeah. And then he went on a two-minute long, uh, <laughs> very slow burn talking about his Pikmin Blue map. Uh, he was, like, showing us where he likes to go for walks. <laughs> It just, just superimposed the cell phone. This game has been out for a year. Nobody's playing it. Nobody plays this. But he superimposed the cell phone screen on the screen. <laughs> and then he's just like moving around a map of Japan saying, sometimes I go to Tokyo. And you see, and you see a little mm-hmm. activity over there. Here's where I like to explore in this area. There's like a park over here. It's like, Jesus Christ. When Miyamoto decides he wants a little bit of direct time, nobody is allowed to say no to him, clearly. Yeah, I, I mean... Here's the thing. I know a few people who have played this game and are into it. Uh, so I know there's some diehards out there. Uh, but do you think what do you think is the likelihood that they have played it in the last 30 days? Mm, probably not super high, but I, I, I could still see them <laughs> sure. doing it. Uh, but then Miyamoto decides he's going to like a. Uh, I, I made the joke last night dylan about that tweet that came out and t- that was 2015 that uh miyamoto said that pigma 4 is real and it's close almost close to being done and like uh seven years ago yeah, yeah. and it <laughs> miyamoto was just like oh yeah all right brandon uh and <laughs> they decide they decide to announce uh pikmin 4 coming in 2023 plus a wild a pikmin t-shirt uh, but the real fucking wild. The real bombshell was that Pikmin Four is real, and they showed a little bit of footage, like nothing super crazy. Um, yeah, they like showed the environments, which looked very beautiful. Uh, definitely looks like much better and more hyper real than the three did. Uh, 
And then he, he did mention a couple of, of gameplay feature mechanic things. He mentioned that the that the control scheme has been simplified and that there is like a timing element to how you deploy and recall uh, Pikmin. Mm-hmm. And then he, he also said that you can play from the perspective of the Pikmin, which is interesting. I don't know how that's going to implement, but it definitely seems like it's a, it's a whole new Pikmin thing. I just can't fucking believe it's real. It is, it's, it's wild to me that it's real. I wonder with that, if they're doing the whole point of view thing, like, so Nintendo, I don't know if it's through Labo or however they did it, but they ended up making those, like, I think it's Labo. You make, like, uh, basically, like, a, a virtual reality kind of helmet, and, like, they set up a couple games, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Breath of the Wild is one of that you can play. And apparently it's not super good, but I wonder if they're going to try to implement that for Pikmin as well to kind of re- i don't know if they're going to tie it to peripherals but i mean you can you never you can never count shigeru miyamoto out like t- taking something in a weird direction oh I yeah suppose. yeah um and then after i just can't believe this is this exists <laughs> i mean i do you do you think this is like probably late 2023 i would guess that this is beyond the first I'm, half of 2023 i'm gonna say this is this is gonna be probably one of their bigger holiday games uh, I'm gonna, I kind of feel like I feel like it would make a lot of sense to put this out in like October yeah, or so. Yeah, like a fall. Like this could be a fall or like November, December game, kind of depending on. You got like January Fire Emblem, May. Uh, you got you got Zelda, and then like maybe late summer, early fall. You got Pikmin, some something Pokemon, and maybe something Mario. It's my guess for next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what is coming. Just Dance 2023, November 22nd. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they announced, uh, uh, they showed more Harvestella. It's still coming out November 4th. There's a demo out now. So Yeah, demo. More farming. Uh, yeah. Um, looks, looks good. I think, like, of... All the farming sims that they showed today, like this is the one that like I'm like most interested it's in. It's the most out. interesting one. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. So didn't they originally announce this for October and then move it to early November? That was probably a smart move because October is fucking stacked. Yeah, October is pretty loaded, so I, I wouldn't surprise me uh, that they had to move it back or maybe maybe Square Enix needed like just give it a little space or something. Yeah, maybe they just needed a little bit more time. Um, let's see. After that, uh, of course, we got Bayonetta three. Uh, they're just like, just a reminder, Bayonetta three. It's coming out, and yeah. Well, and then after the direct, they put up a longer gameplay reveal. Yeah, which was which, uh, was which nice. I watched. I mean, game I watched, and it, it there it looks like they're really they got some new shit in this thing. It's not just more Bayonetta. With a new story and new levels and shit. They've got mechanics they want to try out. It all looked a little bit like... It looked like a lot to wrap my head around based on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm excited to get my hands on it. And uh, and yeah, this is a big, big day one for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never played a Bayonetta game, but like ex- they all seem to be extremely like... You uh, my, would love yeah, Bayonetta. You would love Bayonetta. Yeah, that's, that's what people have told me, just kind of based on my like track record of like the shit that I like. It just seems extremely up, up my alley. Um, so it's just a matter of like deciding on, do I want to get 
just wanted to write on my Switch? Do I want it to wait for that Bayonetta 1 physical copy to come out? I don't know. I don't too, too many too many goddamn video games is the real situation here. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they came out with a... Uh, they decided to, to say, here is Resident Evil Village. Cloud version. Uh, right. Coming October 28th. Uh, as well as uh, 7, a.k.a. Biohazard. Two and three, all cloud versions coming later this year. Um, stop. I mean, if you have no other means to play these games, and if they run okay via the cloud version, if they run okay, don't be yes. a day one or wait. Wait till you hear how these things are running. Get the, don't be, don't fall into the the Kingdom Hearts trap that so many people fell into and ended up with like a nearly unplayable version of those games. Which is like a wait and see what people are saying. A damn shame. Uh, because like it's inexcusable yeah. is what it is. So, but if this, if you haven't played, um, I think these games are great. Uh, I played them all on PS4. Um, well, I haven't played two or three, uh, but those are remakes. Uh, but I have played seven and village, AKA eight. I think they're fantastic yeah. ga- games. Again, wait to see how they perform. If they do all right, if it's bearable, and I think these would be great games to have on your Switch. Uh, they basically already have they have Resident Evil uh, zero through six already on the system, so why not add the other ones as well? And I and I also get that getting these to run natively on Switch would be a, a pretty impossible task. I mean, all of the all of the cutscene stuff in these games is in engine, and it'd be really difficult, I think, to get the sliders to a point where this machine could play them. Yeah, yeah. So I I get it, but at the same time cloud versions to me it i feel like yeah, it's mo- it's I, most i think it's it's, it's mostly bad. miss it's mostly miss i think they're i think yeah. i've heard control on switch is decent um i heard hitman wasn't so great so i don't know um i just think it goes against a lot of what i think about when i think about like the the you know the temperance of digital media and the idea that someday those servers will be turned off and you will have paid way too much money for a version of a game that you can't touch anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also there's just the fact that they're willing to put things on the storefront that are not release quality, yeah. that are that are not, not, not release quality. So I just think when I hear cloud version, my immediate reaction is stay away, stay away, stay away. Yep. Uh, Sifu, November 8th. Stop. I just think it's cool that this is like a Kung Fu roguelite. I think that's a cool idea. I like that general subgenre, and this looked interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the re- stop <laughs> the re reunion <laughs> the re the remastered edition. It's coming December thirty thirteenth. I mean, people people want this one. They want to play it. Uh, this is a big. I loved this game when I was like twenty. I can't speak to whether or not it's like a, a cringe fest or whatever, uh, which I think it probably is. But um, I got some fond memories, so I'm probably going to be picking this up. And I'm excited because it looks really good. I mean, they didn't like do the Final Fantasy VII remake thing for it, but they got it looking really pretty for a PSP upscale game. Yeah, I mean, look look great. I mean, check it out. Uh, that Marlboro, he looked fucking sick. Oh yeah. Uh, Radiant Silver Gun K 
came out today. Uh, and I bought it. Nice. Uh, what's, I guess, I, I'm not really big on bullet hells and stuff like that. Uh, but, like, I guess I assume that, like, once you saw this, like, I guess, do you have a history with this? I guess, what's your sort of... Yeah, I mean, so this is a this is a game by Treasure, which, of course, is, like, a, a really unique, interesting Japanese developer, kind of grew out of Sega and, uh, and made some really unique, um, unique games with some really unique mechanics, and Radiant Silver Gun is, I mean, it's just one of the best shoot-em-ups ever made, and it's got a lot of really interesting mechanics, and... I just got really excited that it was that it was on my Switch, so I bought it. I bought it as soon as it went up, and I'm going to be playing it, and I'm excited to be playing it. Yeah, that's great. Um, a, I mean, I'm I'm happy for you. Happy for all the people who who love those top down bullet hell shooter type games. Um, this that's a genre that's not really typical for me, but look look pretty cool. Um, you should check out if they ever put Ikaruga on here. You should check out Ikaruga. I think you'd like that one. That's the one I've heard a lot about. Uh, but that's another treasure one. Yeah, that would mean that they would have to put GameCube games, and Nintendo just doesn't like GameCube at all. So uh, they never let poor Brandon join in any GameCube games. That's 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 true. Uh, Tales of Symphonia remastered coming early twenty twenty three. Um, I've never gotten into the Tales series. Have you ever played a Tales game? I haven't. I have one of them on my Switch. Um, I think it's Tales of Vesperia. I can't. Remember. It was. It was on sale. I got it for like twelve bucks. Uh, but I hear they're good. I have heard. What I've heard about this series is that it has two like all timers, and the rest of them are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I hear they're like you know decent to great RPGs, and um, I. I'll check it out. I mean, I, I liked what I saw, so I mean, it looked looked pretty good. Um, cool. Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection coming September twenty second or twenty seventh. This is two different uh, Life is Strange games that they're kind of putting out as one. I don't remember what which ones they are, but that's what they're doing. Is this okay? So they put out Life is Strange two True Colors, and they had said that they were going to bring the other ones to Switch. But they never. I don't know if this is everything, but this is two of them. I know. Okay, okay, because I know that they had said that last year, and then they had to put it, push it off for, I guess, tech reasons. I honestly don't know. Um, yeah, me either. Romancing Saga, Minstrel Song remastered, coming December first. Saga Games, another JRPG series that I don't have a lot of experience with, mm-hmm. but cool that it's here. Yeah. Um, Lego Brick Tales. It, it says fall. So we'll see. Uh, Dylan, I know you really want to talk about this one. Uh, Disney Speedstorm coming this year. Do I have a cricket sound effects? No, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> Fall Guys Season 2. Uh, it's coming September. Or it might it may already be out. Uh, I mean, Fall Guys was free, came out on Switch. It runs fine. Um, there's been, like, I don't know if it's the go-to system for Fall Guys, but from what I've played, I've played a little bit of it. It's okay. Um, and then uh, Kirby's uh, Return to Dreamland Deluxe, coming February 24th. I, if you're a Kirby fan... 
You must just be a pig and shit, man, because they are constantly giving you content, you Kirby guys. I mean, Team Kirby is in the business of making motherfucking Kirby games. Let me tell you, they waste no time. You will seldom go six months without a new Kirby experience on your Switch. This is super unexpected. I think it's cool. I don't know who necessarily was asking for them to, like, make a current genified version of this SNES Kirby game, but, like, pretty rad that they're doing it. Pretty rad that it has local multiplayer. Uh, but, again, I'm just like, God, apparently the market cap on how much Kirby you can put on Switch is we have not yet found it. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah, and I assume they sell well enough for them to want to keep making Kirby games, so it makes sense. And then, finally... Last thing they show this, and this is what they said: this is the last thing that we're going to show. It's the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom coming May twelfth, twenty twenty three. Stop. I obviously like to me this was like the highlight. You know, I wanted to hear more about Zelda, um, and you know, obviously like my wishful thinking was that we would get the release date uh, as well as the the name drop, and we did. Uh, name is to me fine. Like. I have no, like, it it it's funny though that people were making jokes about it online because <laughs> because they couldn't show uh, the direct in the UK. They thought that this was the re the reason because of the name of this. Tears of the King. It can make sense. Tears of the Kingdom, kind of a kind of an unfortunate coincidence, I suppose. Yeah, but that aside, I think the the name is fine. No better than or worse than other Zelda titles, I guess. Okay, well then, let's since you said that, let's dig into that. Okay. Um, my feeling of Tears of the Kingdom is it's it's a, it reads a bit generic to me. Um, it doesn't really have uh, it doesn't evoke much for me. It maybe maybe it verges on a little fan fan fictiony maybe. Um, so let's go ahead and do a quick heat chart. You tell me if Tears of the Kingdom if you think it's a better or worse title. I'm gonna go through some Zelda games with you. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Um, oh, here we go. List of Legend of Zelda media. We're going to skip over the original because that's hard to do. Zelda 2 Adventure of Link. Oh, it's better than that, at least. I, I would agree with you. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Worse. Worse. All time. I agree. Classic. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Mm. I think Link's Awakening is more evocative than Tears of the Kingdom, personally. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's worse. I'm not saying Link's Awakening is a, is a home run. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay, Ocarina of Time is all time. Like, you can't. That one's like, I mean, yeah. yeah. You're immediately like, what the fuck is that? That sounds crazy. Uh, Legend of Zelda Labia's Mask. Sorry, Majora's Mask. Um, Majora's Mask is, is the clear winner on that one. Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Oh, man. I really love those games. Um... I feel like I'm gonna give that one a tie. I'm gonna say that they they they. Yeah, I don't think those are home run names either. Yeah. And I think that you know maybe I would maybe I like them slightly more than Tears of the Kingdom, but not like in a in a vast way. Uh, I guess we'll skip over the Four Swords thing because that's kind of weird. Uh, okay, how about Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker? Uh, I'll, I'll give it to Wind Waker. Yeah, me too. I think it's more evocative. Um, how about Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap? I, I mean, 
I don't know, man. Like it's just, <laughs> it's kind of a wash, right? Yeah, it's kind of a wash. It's not a great title for a different reason. It's not that it's generic. It's just a little bit like all right, finish cast. All right, G- great game, <laughs> fantastic game. Like ca- really cool game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Capcom developed, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's uh, I think that's that's there's some issues with licensing, and that's like why some of these things have not been ported forward. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Okay, Twilight Princess is a, is the clear winner of that one. I would I would agree with that. Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Okay, it's better than Phantom Hourglass. I think Phantom Hourglass is a bad game, but a pretty good title. I'll give the title the edge over Tears of the Kingdom, personally. I won't give it the, <laughs> the edge over Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. You sure? You sure you don't want to give it to Spirit Tracks? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> uh, okay. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Uh, I'll I'll give it to Skyward Sword in, in that one, I think. Cooler name. Yeah. Alliterative. It's got a weapon in it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Uh, it, it's playing on the a link, a link to the Past name. I don't so, think I don't think it's like a a, a, a juggernaut title or anything. It, it's still I mean, a little I could, bit better though. I would say it's still a little bit better too. Yeah. Uh, how about Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild? Like you can't. I'm sorry, you can't. That one's just too good. It's too good. That's the best title of them all. It's so good. Yeah. It, immediately, it it gives you a tone. It makes you think about you know you're out in the woods and shit. I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild, that's a GOAT title, in my opinion. Tears of the Kingdom, I, I think what we've learned here today is that it's not the worst Zelda title. It's it's in the crowding of some of the more mid-Zelda titles. It's not a disaster, no. but maybe it's a little bit of a yawn. Maybe it's a little bit of a yawn. And I think part of the reason people have been reacting to it so allergically is, like, they made a big deal of not showing us the title last time, like... We waited an extra second or two on that title screen, waiting for it to show up, and then afterwards they're like, "We're not ready to show you the title yet. If we showed you the title now, it would tell you things we're not ready to talk about yet." And then instead, they're just like, "The Legend of Zelda: Castle Kingdom," <laughs> you know? And you're like, "All right, whatever." Yeah, that was my like reaction. I mean, I was I was just happy to get the the title drop and the release date. Um, I do want to talk about the release date it's interesting to me that they're releasing it may 12th uh-huh so here's my my theory because okay nintendo's fiscal year typically it ends in march march is usually when they it it ends for them q1 starts in april and it it goes on from there that's that's my understanding if i'm wrong uh that's correct you are correct uh but so they released Breath of the Wild in March 3rd, 2017, which was towards the end of that that fiscal year. Made a shit ton of money. Obviously came out with a Switch, so you know, Switch launch title like made a lot of money there too. This it's not May 12th isn't like there's no major holiday. It's not quite summer yet. Like there's no it's, May is May is typically for video games looked at it as a bit of a dumping ground yeah. traditionally mm-hmm. because it's, there's no major trade shows before it to kind of get people hyped on. Um, 
I mean, you got you got E three right after it, you know. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little weird. I don't necessarily see the strategy of dropping it here. I don't have insight into what their playbook is here. I, I mean, either you would want to try to get it out in March, or you'd want it to be your post E three big drop. Uh, sure. It has me wondering. So they a lot of the the stuff that they announced really was truly like coming this winter like coming like february a lot of february yeah february january we have some stuff coming the holidays this year um some stuff obviously just coming 2023 tbd whatever um but it has me wondering like by them releasing it then like i wonder if you know like the well is sort of running dry a little bit uh and maybe they just want to release it then as kind of like a holdover because this is gonna this one is it's gonna sell like crazy like there's no way that this game is not gonna sell numbers um and so i yeah i mean you know i we we in the nintendo nerd camp think of things like pikmin as huge releases but traditionally they're not um you know, I mean, if the, if Pikmin is in October or September, maybe maybe summer's looking a little empty. I still think it makes more sense to hold it till after E3, though. I mean, I still think if you can't get it out in March, you hold it till after E3 just to, like, really get the, the trade show buzz going for it. But, I mean, maybe it was down to the fact that they felt like they'd taken on the chin a little too hard if they pushed it all the way into summer. It could have just been that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from from a game that's had like a, a significant number of delays, which I mean, Breath of the Wild did too. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, the other thing is they didn't show us a lot, Brandon. Here, they didn't show us. It was a short amount of footage. Um, I'm sure that the that the YouTube frame by frame analysis market has been going hog wild. I haven't looked into any of that personally uh for this i saw some more you know reverse time mechanic stuff going on that looked like interesting i'm sure there's going to be a lot of fun things you can do with that in the game um obviously obviously we're going to be seeing a lot about this game in february because we're not going to be seeing a lot about it at e3 so february direct is going to be like the the tears of the kingdom direct Mm -hmm. Um, yeah where we're gonna where we're gonna get a real overview of this thing and what it has to offer and what we're gonna see, uh, and so for now, what they gave us was a date and a title and a couple of things to look at. We saw him on that big glider, we saw him doing the falling through the sky thing again. So we're still playing with Skyward Sword imagery here. Um, something that I was kind of thinking about, Brandon, was remember when this game was announced and like. Uh, what's his name in in in, in, in I don't know Al-Numa? his name. Sorry, Alnuma. 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 Yeah, I remember his like his poll quote was like we were really looking at Majora and wanting to make something weirder and darker uh, to follow it up. But all the visuals of this this thing, or most of them anyway, have been like big, bright, sunny skies. You know, uh, and I just I'm just curious, like, what is the tone and the style of this thing that we're gonna get? Is it gonna be like a dark, weird Zelda game, or is it is that kind of like something they've grown away for in the long development process? I'm still very open to this thing being like a big, substantial new experience. I mean, there's some concern, of course, about announcing that it's like based on the last game's map and it's been whatever six years. 
however long it's going to be when it finally comes out uh if this is are we going to say like well this just feels like a dlc that grew beyond its it's uh grew into a 60 dollar package or not who knows we'll know more about the game in february um but yeah just uh, like it, it wasn't a huge taste i didn't see anything that made me go oh shit like the only time i felt that way was when they showed us in that first uh sorry in that second reveal trailer when like link sort of warped through phased through uh the bottom of an island and popped out onto the top of it uh Mm -hmm. i think is like the most hype i've been for this game and everything else i've seen since is like cool cool yep i know this is going to be good i'm excited for it i don't know that it necessarily worked for me personally as an end of direct oh shit i mean like i almost think that like (laughs) they probably could have gotten a bigger reaction out of me not saying that this is the right move to do for the people with like <laughs> golden ion nso or pikmin 4 which were really the hypest moments of the of the direct for mm-hmm. me sure sure um yeah i mean they gotta go with like the 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 people at large and what the people want is zelda and, and yeah, they gotta please, please the crowds i get it yeah and so i mean I'm I'm happy with that. Um, you know, I'm excited. Uh, I've li- I've played through Breath of the Wild four times. I'm gonna do it again because I think it's a fantastic game. That's like complaints aside. I think this game has only been in development since 2019. Um, my understanding is that originally did stem from from DLC uh, that kind of became much bigger than initially intended and then they ended up just making like a whole new game however the map uh-huh. looks like whatever i'm sure there's probably going to be similarities to the first game because it's the same world i mean that makes sense uh but i also think that you know there's going to be a lot of differences and probably a lot of surprises and i don't know i'm i'm hyped for this i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a lifelong zelda fan and i think this game is going to rule uh so super duper excited for it um i do think at this point though now like because we got this direct i just want to jump in real quick i just want to jump in real quick i I think you said that you you uh had heard that uh tears of the kingdom has been in development since 2019 what i had heard was uh by the time the champions ballad was out they were already in the the planning and development stages of this whatever this is now uh so you know, I, at the I end of 2017, that. beginning of 2018 is around when they started working on uh, what this eventually turns into. So it's a long, sure. it is a long death cycle. It definitely is. Yeah. I mean, I believe that. I believe that they, like, you know, it, it makes sense that, like, maybe, like, even after they got the first one done, like, you know, once they got the Champions Ballad DLC done, they maybe they just kept, kept on trucking um, and then just kept doing it. And so mm-hmm. uh, I... I, I could definitely see that and I I think, you know, as is like the usual thing to say when it comes to these games and stuff, I think COVID really really fucked them up, uh, when it came to development. Like Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do Japan had I, a hard time. I, I gotta wonder if if uh you know, had a global pandemic not occurred, um you know, would we be would we be playing Zelda now or getting it for I, this? I have to I have to wonder if there have been a few decision moments throughout the planning and development of Tears of the Kingdom where the scope of this project has expanded. I wonder if like 
we know of one of them the moment when they were like this is too big to be a dlc let's make a, a follow-up game with the same map quick turnaround and put it out i wonder if somewhere in all of that they were like this is getting bigger this is all this is still getting bigger we have new things we're doing i just wonder if like this has kind of had an exponential growth curve in terms of its ambition i guess we'll see we'll see when we see hopefully in february yeah hopefully um i'm hoping that there's at least another direct by february because then that would mean uh that that's the thing these last few years like so we had a we had a direct in september of last year as well and then one in february and then prior to that i think there was it had been one in february of 2021 um and then i think a few like e3 ones and stuff but uh i don't know uh yeah i I mean like- they're gonna have to they'll have obviously before they put a zelda game out they will have to have a big crazy stream thing that everybody watches to tell us about the zelda game so yeah whether that takes the form of a general direct a zelda specific showcase or whatever else we will be back at some point to talk about more zelda and so will nintendo yeah absolutely but that was the nintendo direct in a nutshell um you know super duper hype that i got to watch it uh live um you know like i said i thought overall it was pretty solid uh a lot of surprises i had a great time i had a great time Mm -hmm. uh and we got a bingo so ultimately uh we still win so every time the two of us get together to do something the w's start flying motherfucker uh but again um dylan if people wanted to find you and find your work then i'm pretty big i'm hard to miss no check out wordle with friends uh every single damn day on youtube type wordle with friends into the youtube search bar it's a daily show where i and my friend and brandon's friend uh trevor work on completing the daily wordle it is a funny show it's a game show check it out wordle with friends every day it's great it's on youtube on tiktok all the platforms definitely check it out oh yeah if you want to follow me you can follow me on twitter at brn hoff i am a part of the indie source network i believe the uh twitter is indie source net um that you can uh follow there uh we're also on discord a bunch of great shows on the network uh feel free to check us out um but dylan i want to thank you hey wait a minute wait 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 wait. hang on i just wanted to say one thing sure knock knock uh who's there Boo. Uh, boo hoo. Oh, are you a kingdom? Oh, <laughs> anyways, Dylan, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. Have always happy to have you're you. welcome. Always a pleasure doing these with you. Um, but until next time, I've been Brandon Hoff, and uh, we don't have one more thing for you. You're listening to an Indie Soros production. <laughs>